Hello and welcome to another episode of Cowboys Takeover pregame show. Our boys are headed to Levi Stadium, and that's where that's what you see in the background here. We're going to break down this game. We have a special guest today. Um, let me let me bring in uh, Jason because you know what we've been we've had this game circle since the schedule came out, and here we are. So let me bring in Jason. This guy's pumped. Jason, how you doing, man? I'm doing fabulous, Mr. Aaron James. How about yourself? Like, you're right, dude. This has been a game I think in the pre- we've circled all year. Um, it's one of those games that is is a big game, but them and the Eagles were the games we needed to look at to, to really uh, for this season. So I think you're absolutely right. This is a huge game this weekend. Huge game, playoff implications, division implications, seating implications, bragging rights implications. <laughs> uh, you know, you you name it. Uh, that's why they have this game on Sunday night football, uh, right? Prime prime time game on the West Coast. Um, so let, let's let's dive right in. Let, let's bring in our guest, um, Jason. You want to introduce our, our special guest today? We're, we're bringing in a, a Niners oh, faithful. It is. It's a it's a dude who I've uh, gone back and forth with throughout the years. You know, twenty plus years of friendship. Me and him go back and forth with these two teams. Um, Mr. Zach DeGarmo. Zach, how are you today, sir? I'm fantastic. Game week, <laughs> boys. Let's go. <laughs> Man, um, yeah, so so I do think it's, like you said, it's a big game. I think we should dive right in. And, and we'll start with asking you this question, Mr. Mr. Zach DeGarmo. After, you know, last two years, we've seen these two teams play in the playoffs. They faced each other. Last two years, San Fran's knocked Dallas out of the playoffs, which is really tough to say. Um, but do you think we really learned anything? And there was anything we could take away from last season's playoff game? You know, because a lot of both the teams are pretty much intact from what was there last season. Can we take anything away from um, that game and really bring it into this game this week? I mean, it's basically the same roster except for minor changes to each defense. I mean, I don't see major major changes from either team i mean dallas's defense might have got a little better with parsons with an extra year underneath of his belt and vanderesh has been killing it too himself um they got a little bit more of a formidable defense um but sam fran also i think upgraded their offensive line as well as 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 you know jay um, we're not going to see McGlinchey getting thrown around by a forearm. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it can only be about the same. I'm predicting like a low scoring type of game, very similar to before. I'm going to go ahead and say I agree with you. I, I, I think, you know, both the teams are pretty much intact from what we saw last year in that playoff game. Um, and, and when you really look at that playoff game, it, it was a it was a very close game. I know San Fran jumped out to that really quick uh, and early lead that game. Um, and, you know, Dallas could just never figure it out. Um, and the one thing I'm worried about is I, I, my biggest issue is Dak. You know, San Fran shut down Dallas's run game and really made Dallas one-dimensional that game. Um, they couldn't they couldn't run the ball. Zeke couldn't get going. Zeke's not there. It felt like we could do a lot of things with Pollard, though. Um, so it'll, it'll be nice to see if he's there for the full game. But I do think at the end of the day, um, San Fran's really going to, you know, do what they've done the last couple of days and put that, uh, put that, you know, shut down, shut down the run game and really make Dak try to beat him, which I don't think, uh, I don't know if Dak can at this point. Yeah, Dak is, uh, Dak is the focal point. Um, I, I think if you're, if you're the Cowboys, right, you don't want McCaffrey to beat you. And if you're the, if you're the Niners, you don't want uh, Tony Pollard in the run game uh, to have any success. Um, so, you know, I, I have a lot of thoughts about about the playoff game uh, last year. But all in all, it was it was a game, a, a one possession game for basically the, the entire game. It was nine to six, if I recall correctly, at halftime. Um, so you, you got you know DQ against Kyle Shanahan. To me, that's that's the coach's matchup right there. Um, you know, and McCarthy, you know, he really hasn't impressed me with his with his play calling and getting Dak in a rhythm. Um, but I just think that 
you know, because of the types of blowups wins we've had this year, he's just kind of held on to a lot of, you know, the play calling. So I, I just feel like one advantage we have is, you know, we haven't shown a whole lot. And once once that that's not showing here is, you know, CD Lamb had, if I recall correctly, around 110 receiving yards in that playoff game uh, last year. So, I mean, like Zach was saying, basically the, the same roster now. You guys did have at Hargraves, right? Yeah. That, that's a pretty that's a pretty big addition there. And what I was talking with Jason about um, in the green room was that, you know, Cowboys, the additions we had in the offseason with, with Gilmore um, and Cooks, what we had in mind was how are we going to beat the Niners and how are we going to beat the Eagles? Now, it's unfortunate unfortunate that Diggs is out, but Bland has, has stepped up. He's a ball hawk. And I think he's going to, you know, prove himself to be uh, a valuable number two. Uh, but, you know, both these teams, for the most part, yet yeah, same. I anticipate a close game. Now, the 49ers are favored by three and a half points. Generally speaking, the, the home team is going to get three points. Home team gets three points, right? Dallas so, winning now. For what it's worth. <laughs> so I, I do have a question for you, Zach, because you've been watching them all year. You, you see them. You know, last last year we did hold McCaffrey. I think it was three and a half yards of carry. So, so they did very well against McCaffrey. Do you think this week McCaffrey, with that year under his belt, learning a little bit more? I, I know in the beginning of that year, once he got traded, you know, he, he did play great. Uh, do you think he's going to have a bigger impact? Do you think he'll look better with that extra year under his belt and really feast on what Dallas uh, Dallas is, what we all perceive Dallas's weakness to be is that run game? Um. Yeah, and it and it doesn't have to do with. I, I don't think it's him. I think that Purdy's playing so well that it's just opening up everything. I mean, he's not the highest draft pick. All that we've all heard it, but we can't deny what difference does it make. The dude's balling out, and I think it helps everything. And the experience from the playoffs last year in a huge game. This is the next biggest game after that. I mean, we. He ruptured his elbow in the first quarter against the Eagles. But, you know what I mean? Like, this is the next big marquee game that he is going to be a part of. And he's got one big game under his belt where we where we won, you know, in the playoffs. And I just think that uh, – I think he just opens up so much, and I think that includes McCaffrey. And him just being so good helps as well. I, I agree. I, you gave a stat earlier. We got to throw it out there. You sent it to me this week. You know, this kid. This kid's really the highest-rated quarterback in the league. He's got the highest QBR, the highest, you know, highest-rated passer in the league. Um, what was know, that? The one, <laughs> highest My rated passer in, in the league. Yeah, I bet it is. Um, but I think Dallas's strength is their ability to take the ball away. I just, I think losing Diggs, I think that's a huge loss for them. When you look at, like Aaron said, we brought in, we tried to upgrade this team. When you're looking at a sand frame, when you're looking at the Eagles, you bring in Gilmore to have opposite of Diggs. Diggs goes down. And I just think the dangerous thing about San Fran is they have so many different weapons. Ayuk has really turned in um, you know, to a number one receiver. He's he's a great he's a better receiver than Debo. And people look at Debo as this all-star, but Debo gives you a little bit of everything. And then People seem to forget. I know, you know, Mr. Aaron James and myself were talking about this a little earlier. People seem to forget about Kittle. He seems like the lost guy. And this was a dude a couple years ago. What was it? The most receiving yards in a season. I think he had it was one, either catches, receiving yards, or touchdowns. I know he broke one of those records. But, you know, they, they just have so many weapons. Um, I think losing digs may hurt a big time because you're not. Who do you stop? I don't know if you can really focus on one player on the San Fran team. With what you said, Zach, the the experience that Purdy's had now, um, with the year under his belt, he he he. I said it last year to everybody. I said it to you. I, I our, my other friend Chris. I said it to you know Purdy doesn't. He was never a guy last year that really won you the games, but he certainly wasn't a quarterback that lost you the games. You know that I think that's the big difference when you look at Dak. I feel like earlier this game this year against Arizona, you know Dak struggled. He had the interception. 
last year, the last two seasons, I felt like we lost to San Fran because Dak lost us the game at the end. And Purdy has shown the ability um, and the moxie. He's not going to lose you the game. He's going to make the right decision 99% of the time. And that shows this year with zero interceptions, five touchdowns, highest rated quarterback in the league. So whatever people want to say about him in a low draft pick, he, he understands the game. Um, so when you look at it this season, if you look at both of the teams, I think I know what you're going to say. Who do you feel has been the more impressive team this season? I mean, they did play a common opponent, right? They did. They had well, didn't they play two? Did San Fran play Arizona too yet? That's who it was. Yeah, and the Giants just too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, the, the Giants, Giants too. Yeah, there's so there's two. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, I mean, when you look at it, they're one and one. <laughs> I mean, fifty percent of the of the beginning schedule already, <laughs> they've shared a common opponent. You know, mm-hmm. and um, but we've seen. This game matters just for seeding and stuff, but in the mm-hmm. grand scheme of it, if y'all win, Dak got to do it again. He does, and he could yeah. do it in Week Five. We all know he could do yeah. it in Week Five. Can he do it in January and February? You know, so I think Dak will play pretty well. I mean, I don't think he's going to be lights out you know but i think he'll play decent enough i think it should be a really close game and then the turnovers might matter yeah yeah i mean i think you you almost had us there with the the cardinals uh example but we you know <laughs> what we did to the giants oh. i mean they looked they were hanging in there Everybody the first half has done that to the giants other than who Cardinals. <laughs> I mean, we did have three offensive linemen out against the Cardinals game. Yeah, you we know, did. For, we did. So, so for I'll give that, and you know, it was a what I call traditional upset, upset uh, game. I mean, there, you no know what Cowboys were favored twelve points uh, going into that game. So the margin for error in the in the NFL, you know, we we see the, we see these happen. Anomalies happen throughout. The season um and usually you know we call them the trap games we de- we typically see those more often in division games but uh that i guess you know that i could also flip that on the other side because you guys have a lot of familiarity with the cardinals um you know even even more so uh than us but even with, so with that being said you know niners they go on they come to the east coast to start the season and handle the steelers you know even a lot of the professional analysts predicted a, a potential upset there with Mike Tomlin being able to to do the a Tomlin-esque uh, performance. Uh, but we kind of know what the Steelers are now. Um, they, they just really haven't put anything together. Uh, you know, Giants, Cardinals. I mean, what I just see with the 49ers is consistency. And they've been basically able to do whatever they've wanted. Um, you know, when I see Purdy drop back, he has he, he's able to look up at the screens and see where his receivers are going and not even looking at the field like he can look, look at the screens and decide from there who, who he wants to throw. He has that much time. So I think we're, we're really going to have to, you know, one of my keys to the game is our, our defensive line. Are we going to be able to put pressure on Purdy? Because um, if we if we can't and he just is going to be able to sit back. Yeah, I don't think anyone can beat the Niners under that scenario. I, I agree with you there, and because you look, you know, as much as we, like Zach said earlier, McGlinchey last year when you're watching him, he wasn't the best offensive lineman. <laughs> and, and Purdy has been one of the least sack quarterbacks in the league this year. So when you, it's, so everything I just said about him, that he, you know, he doesn't lose the games, you know, it, it's tough to really brag this kid up, you know, highest rated QBR rating, least sack quarterback, no interception, makes the right plays. Um, I do think San Fran's been the more impressive team uh, overall, you know, and I really, to me, it has to do with, you know, an emergence and really, I don't want to say a resurrection of his career, but everybody kind of counted McCaffrey out. There were pundits saying that that was a C plus trade. They didn't really do anything. But I, I think to me, what's he's been the most impressive out of everybody. You know, he's, got the rushing lead by over 100 yards. He averages 5.7 yards a carry. He's got six touchdowns, 114 yards rushing. And that's just his rushing. This dude is dynamic out of the backfield. He does, you know, he's one probably when healthy is the best running back in the league. 
and he probably deserves votes and he probably deserves the MVP for the first quarter of the season. He's been that impressive. Um, so I think as much as Zach said earlier, Brock improving takes pressure off of everyone else and Alpha McCaffrey with the way McCaffrey's been, I think it really opens up Brock because you can't, you can't rush the quarterback. You can't just pin your ears back. Um, something that Dallas has done so well against really everyone but Arizona because they got the lead. They, I don't think they can do that against them. You're going to have to give a four or five man rush and really hope to contain McCaffrey. Um, so to me, I really believe San Fran has been the more impressive uh, team this season. They got, you know, they got stars all over. They've really pretty much dominated. I know they haven't, you know, they've played in a couple of closer games, but they've really done. They don't think any game I've watched, I don't think they've been in, in trouble of losing any of those games. I know the Rams game was close at the end, you know, but I don't think anybody felt they were going to lose that game. You know, Dallas, to me, I can't say they've been more impressive because when you watch that Arizona game, they they really stank. It was it was a bad game, you know, all around. Um, so I just San Fran, it's tough that it's tough that when you come on a Cowboys podcast, it's a Cowboy, <laughs> you have to pick up the other team. You know, it really hurts. Um, but the next yeah. thing, I'll start with you. I'll throw this one to you first, Mr. Uh, Aaron James. Uh, what stat line when you're looking at this team, what stat line will do de- you think will determine the winner? Um, yeah, so what's that line? What will it be? Who, who's going to have it? What, what is it? Rushing, passing, defense. What do you think is going to be the key to this game? Yeah, so if, I, if I'm going to stick with one stat line where when we see it, you know, Sunday at midnight our time, uh, that should tell you who won the game. I'm going to go with uh, rushing yards. I think whoever comes up on top with the most rushing yards, that I believe that's going to – that's going to be time of possession. Um, that's going to be uh, line of scrimmage. You know, that's going to determine who controls the line of scrimmage. Um, the amount of first downs you're going to get, likely the, the red zone success. Um, so for me, whoever wins the rushing yards for the game is going to win the game. That's my prediction. Who, who do you think, if you had to guess, what team has more rushing yards? It's hard to say. Well, I want to know, you know, if, if the Cowboys have all their starters and, and Tyrone Smith plays, we have a chance. The, the, the thing is that McCaffrey, with one spin move, can take it to the house. <laughs> and same for Pollard, though. With, with right. a crease and a cut uh, against a safety, he can take it to the house as well. So it's really going to – it's hard to say. I mean, I think if it was pound for pound – the, the Niners probably edge us um, by 25, 30 yards. Um, but if, if, you know, if, it come, if it comes down to big plays, uh, which both teams are capable of, you know, defenses are going to have to be disciplined. You know, we have a fighting chance for sure. Zach, what do you think? I think I like what he said because based on what <laughs> I heard earlier this week, I heard a stat somewhere that said that percentage of plays San Fran's getting passed on more than any team in the NFL. Wow. Which is shocking to me. Mm-hmm. So based on that, I don't know. Now will Dallas buck the trend and just try to run it down our throat if they get an early lead or something happens. I just think San Fran will have the most rushing yards. They got two guys that can run the ball with Debo and McCaffrey. I mean, Debo could take one play 50 yards. There's 50 already out of 150 possible for the game. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Not saying that Pollard can't. It's just when you have two on one, all things similar, you know, that's why. But um, I think turnovers are going to be the key. I think it's a turnover because San Fran hasn't really had to go up against that yet this season where they've lost a turnover battle or looked really bad with an interception in in our own territory, whereas Dallas has, and they've had to try to overcome that and stuff like that where San Fran hasn't. So I think it'll come down to the turnover battle because defenses are so good. And uh, that's just how I feel. Man, you both throw some valid points. Um, I do think I agree with the turnovers, but I think that goes hand in hand with rushing. Cause I do believe the team that's going to have the turnovers is 
going to be down. They're going to have to throw a lot, and the other team's going to run. I, I, to me, I do think that rushing stat is going to be huge. Because um, to me, yeah, you're, you're, you're controlling the clock. You're up. Now, the difference is we've seen Dallas up and still not run the ball a lot. I think that needs to trend. That trend needs to stop. You know, even last week, they didn't run as much as you expected them to run blowing out New England. They still were passing a, a decent amount, which I didn't like to see. Um, but I just think, you know, looking at this, San Fran averages, or well, first four games, yeah, San Fran's averaging 153, Dallas 141. But I, I think when I look at it, that San Fran defense is built a little bit better. My biggest worry, um, with Dallas, I know they're running the ball well. Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. You know, those two dudes are thumpers. Fred's a sideline to sideline back. He reminds you a lot of the great linebackers, the Keekleys, the uh, Willises. He, he's in that. He can do it all. Um, so I do think whoever wins that rushing stat's going to win this game. Because um, to me, if you, if I, I was shocked, people are, but it makes sense because San Fran's blowing everybody out pretty much. They You have to throw against them. Um, but I don't know if Dallas can get it going. I think San Fran, what they, what's worked for them is making Dak beat them, and Dak hasn't proven it yet. He's the last two playoff games, you know, he, two interceptions last year he had, and, and and neither one of them were good interceptions. It's not like they're you know they were his fault. So it just it worries me. I think that rushing stat, and I think it goes hand in hand with turnover because I think whoever wins that turnover battles should be running more. Um, so looking into that, Zach, who needs to win this game more? Dallas, because come playoff time, if they lost in the regular season, when it doesn't really matter, it's really going to be pressure bound come January. And also they're already one game away from Philly. If they lose now, they're two. I think Philly plays another bum team again. Oh, yeah, they yeah. play the Rams. But it's on the road, so that might be interesting. But Stafford's banged up. Um, so that's potentially two games that you're out already this early in the season. So I think it's more important for Dallas. I think they might come out swinging for the fences, maybe do some surprise stuff just just for that factor. But I do think it matters more to Dallas. And, and it, it matters. Like, they have to, you know, just to keep pace. We can't hear you, Mr. Aaron. Yeah, sorry. Okay, I agree. Cause, but you're saying, Zach, that it's more due to the, the psyche of the team. Uh, but for me, I think it, I'm not really worried about, about the psyche um, of the defense and how this may carry over into a playoff game if we face each other again, which I think we will. Uh, I think it has to, to do more with the schedule and keeping pace with the Eagles. Um, if we were – Four and zero as the Niners were, as the Niners are, um, I would, I, I probably, you know, it'd be a different type of thought process. But I don't think we can afford to go back two games against the Eagles in our division. And I think most Eagles fans are also rooting for the Cowboys because uh, if you look at the 49ers schedule, it's not, it's not that overwhelming, um, especially compared to the Eagles. I think. The, the Niners are probably, I think we were talking, you know, estimating five to five, four or five losses for them. I think four. Um, I don't I don't see them having more than three if they stay healthy uh, this year. So from a uh, from a schedule schedule perspective, I think Cowboys, it's more important that we win. If we don't win, we're going to have to, in my opinion, sweep the, <coughs> sweep the Eagles to have a chance to win the division. I'm going to go three for three with Cowboys. Um, and, and to me, it's, it's definitely not about seeding because you've seen the last two years. You know, we go in the Levi, we get beat down. San Fran comes in the 18th, we get beat down. So and we take it over. Yeah. So it's not, it's to me, this game it, for the seeding doesn't matter much. I think it matters more for the psyche of the team. Um, okay. I think it's more important for Dallas because you want to beat San Fran. He, they've been that notch the last two years. And I don't think this is the most important game. Cause if I do think if we make the playoffs, that's a team we could see again. 
Um, so I think you want Dak getting that kind of monkey off his back, showing Gene can do it. But when you look, I think it is, you're right, Aaron. When you look at the schedules, you know, we still play we still play the Eagles twice. Now you're, you know, we thought last week, we said it was a must-win game. You can't go down, you can't go two and two going into San Fran because, you know, I think all of us pretty much thought this, you know, this could be a loss. But when you look at the teams Dallas plays the rest of the year, you know, they play the Eagles twice still. You play the Bills, you play the Dolphins, who are, you know, and you still play Detroit. So their Dallas has a, a, a schedule that we thought may have been a little bit easier. Looks pretty tough right now. Um, so I think just keeping pace with the Eagles is much more important um, for Dallas. So I think that's why it's, it's a much bigger game for Dallas than it is San Fran because San Fran's undefeated. They're going to win that division. They're more than likely going to be a top two seed. You know, when I look at Dallas' schedule now, I don't know if they can get there. Um, the Eagles, while they may not be playing the best ball right now, and they're still undefeated. So you can't really – Dallas has to keep match with them. Um, another question I haven't really thought about, Mr. Zach, I want to ask you. And I don't know why I keep calling you Mr. Zach. Um, <laughs> Trey Lance, do you think that has any impact on the defense this week for Dallas? Because he's been there a few years with Shanahan. So he knows the playbook. He knows what they're doing. Do you think that could be a big factor uh, in Dallas's defense this week? You know, because I'm sure they try to change it up some, but the verbiage isn't going to change. So he's going to know a lot of the checks. He's going to be able to give some of that stuff to Dallas. It, do you, is that where are you at all? Zero. Because if he knew the playbook, he'd be the quarterback <laughs> of the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> I mean – that's a good point. He's an emergency quarterback. He's probably doing the scout team, which guaranteed all that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, he he's a smart kid. Yeah, he can maybe tell you. But Shanahan knows. I mean, he's played former people that before that have been on other teams and stuff that they've tried all that. It doesn't usually matter because the players still have to make plays. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, there might be a tell on something, but I don't think Trey Lance is the guy that's going to give the tell. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, you feel the same way? You know, it's hard It's hard to say. I mean, I think the, the thing is, is that Trey Lance has been in the coaches' meetings, right? The, the, the prep game talks. They, you know, Kyle Shanahan is saying, this is what I want to attack on their defense. This is how we're going to slow down Parsons. Um, this is how we're going to go after their, their DBs. So I think from that perspective, it will, you know, DQ could probably say, hey, yeah, we knew those things already. Um, or he might learn a nugget or two. Um, so it, it's it's really hard to say, but it certainly doesn't hurt. Yeah. Um, you know, on to the next, I think this is the big one. I think who who shines the most is going to determine who wins. So what player do you think shines the most this Sunday night coming in, you know, Primetime game, you know, the lights are on, national televised game. What player comes out and shines the most this weekend? You asked Yes, go ahead. Okay. I'm going to go a little different. Pull up that stats graphic that you had a little bit ago. All right. You see that sacks? <laughs> yeah, that's a. San, wait, wait, wait. San Fran only has two sacks this San season? Fran no, they haven't gotten going yet. Oh, they've only. They have nine. I think That's it's Bosa. Okay. I think really? big primetime game Sunday night, maybe a strip sack fumble. Like, oh. it might not matter in the grand scheme of on, like, you know, the stat sheet where he gets, like, one, but it might be at that key moment okay. where Dallas has to score and he gets a strip sack fumble or something on their own 20. You know what I mean? I think he's going to have a key role in this whole thing, just based on two to fourteen. They got to get going at some point. They have too many guys. But we're getting close, but just that don't count. Home every time, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Who who you who you who's shining the most for you this week? I'm gonna go. I'm a I'm a confessed Dak believer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Dak surpasses expectations. Um, he's he's really you know ticked off at at the media for kind of throwing the playoff game in his face um, all week long. And I say, you know, he 
pulled Mike McCarthy aside and said, yo, let's, <laughs> let's start talking about what you're drawing up for me because I want to go out there and make a statement. Uh, so I'm going to say Dak does, um, does plenty. And, and he's, he has an efficient game, productive game. I'm not going to lose sleep if he throws uh, an interception or two um, because, you know, he's going to have to go out there and sling it to win. Um, I'm not sure if, you know, depending on how our offensive line looks, you know, that's going to play a factor. Um, but I'm saying, you know, if Dak shows up and shows out, we'll be just fine. So I'm not saying this because he's my number one fantasy draft pick and I have him on my team. Um I do think Christian McCaffrey is going to have himself a day. This Dallas run defense, I think what you said, they went out, you know, you drafted Mozzie Smith in the first round. You got Hankins. I just think, you know, yes, they shut him down last year. McCaffrey's on a different level this season. Every team knows he's the guy. Um, You know, and, and it's all you saw San Fran try to limit him some two weeks ago. And last week with Elijah Mitchell out, you know, he's a guy that can, he's going to touch the ball. He should touch the ball 25 times a game. He's that dynamic. Um, and I don't know if Dallas has an answer for him because um, they don't have the the linebackers that are thumpers. So you don't have somebody that's going to really come up and make the big play. That, that's what I'm nervous about is I think this is, well, the first two weeks we really thought the Giants and the Jets were going to try to run the ball. If Dallas shut them down. Week three against Arizona, you saw – Dobbs do a little bit. Connor was really a, a monster against this, and he looked like Jerome Bettis, which was not cool. Um, but McCaffrey's a different beast. We're not going to see a running back like this kid all season. Um, I just don't know if we have a, a – I don't know if we have an answer for him because, you know, that left tackle, that boy's a big boy, and you don't want to see him hit nobody. Because um, Dallas, I, I do think if Dallas gets up, we've seen it all year. Dallas gets up, they rush the quarterback, they get to him. But I don't know if you're going to get up against San Fran. You can't focus. And even if you do, even if you get up some, you still can't focus on it because McCaffrey can take it 80 yards. Debo can take it 80 yards. You know, you they could do those quick screens. And, and McCaff- I just think McCaffrey is going to be the guy that will shine. He's going to be the, the guy that Dallas has to focus on the most. Because you stop him, you make it one-dimensional. Purdy hasn't had to go out and win games this season at all. They haven't had needed to. You know, you give the ball to McCaffrey, you do your dump offs. I think you have to not let him be the guy that does. But I don't know if this Dallas defense has – they don't have – you know, if you – like I, we said earlier in the year, before the, the season started, Aaron, if you could take one player from another team, to me it was Fred Warner. If you had a Fred Warner in the middle of this defense, he's – you know, he's a great athletic linebacker, sideline to sideline, fast. He's a guy that you could – just put on McCaffrey when he runs, when he passes, put him there. I don't think Le- Leighton's 100% not that guy. He's just not. So to me, I think McCaffrey shines, and that's going to open up the whole offense for San Fran. Um, and I feel really bad because this is a Dallas podcast. <laughs> I just think San Fran, to me, they're the best team in football right now. And I don't yeah, like it. And it's bugging me. They're definitely one of the most complete, the most complete team. McCaffrey. One thing we could hope for as Cowboy fans is that he's sore after four games in the season, and <laughs> and that slows him down. Maybe he has a bruise on his thigh that we don't know about uh, that's annoying him. Uh, that's like the main thing we can hope for. But I just don't think Dan Quinn is gonna is gonna allow for that to happen. Now, who is he gonna who is he gonna put on McCaffrey? I think it's gonna make for a lot more zone play um, to have a you know we're gonna we're gonna bring a safety down. We have Donovan. We have three safeties. Um, that are that are speedy guys. You know, Van Der Esch is is not the answer. He's not he's not the Van Der Esch of the past. Um, but we're gonna, you know, I know we're gonna do our best to to slow him down. Uh, but yeah, he he can he can definitely uh, beat us. But I do think also, and we'll talk about it more in the post game. But depending on how the Niners decide to take advantage of us, one benefit of having this game in early October is we can go back to the drawing board. Yeah. And if we have to make a blockbuster trade or two, we have a lot of draft capital. We can look to make something happen. Um, so, uh, you know, I think we're, we're fortunate to be playing the 49ers this early in the season and not, you know, after the trade deadline. I agree with you on that point. That's a great point. You know, I think this this is the, 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 the testing block. This is it right here. Week mm-hmm. five, you're in the season. You know, trade week 
Trade deadline's a few weeks away. I think this is huge. Um, the one question I had for you, Zach, I know last year we talked a lot about it. So their, their DBs, I felt like, got pass interference almost. You know, they're getting two or three pass interference calls a game. Greenlaw, he's still Greenlaw. He's still going to hit you late. Um, he's getting that 15. He's, he's getting it. Yeah, he's getting I it at some point. Every time the game's on, I say, yo, he's about to get one. He's getting one every time. later, he gets one. <laughs> But so did those DBs are are they still having those the the pass interferences? I know they were really struggling in their pass defense last year. Oh no, our pass defense is better than it was last year. Um, Lenore, he was like our fifth round draft pick or sixth round something crazy late last year. So he was a rookie last year. He's he's like basically one A to Charvi uh, Davis uh, Ward. Um, but yeah, I mean, but the problem is like we get to the the San Fran pass rush gets there so fast that they're getting little dump offs and stuff. So like Josh Dobbs last week was literally half a second hike, throw the ball two (laughs) yard pass. If the guy breaks a tackle, it's five, but it's just nickel and dime all the way up the field. Um, But I don't know. I just, so yeah. When I look at this too, I was just looking up, you know, you're looking up the injury report this week. The one thing that bothers me a little bit, so for Dallas, the injury report this weekend, Micah, Micah Parsons is questionable. He's been coming up a lot limping this year. Uh, I don't like it. Um, he's the biggest one. They got Damon Clark, Malik Hooker, Peyton Hendershot are all questionable. When you look on San Fran's side, uh, Debo, Juwan Jennings, Greenlaw, Ward, and Mitchell, I feel like the, but the, the questionable is the new probable. They, I don't even know if they do probable. I think it's all questionable. I think you see most of those guys play. Is Greenlaw or any of those guys really hurt, or is it more they just have them on there? They're not, you know, put them up there to put them up there. They're most likely going to play on their side. Everything I've seen, everybody's a go. I know Greenlaw was limited last week. I didn't see anything this week on him. I didn't get no alerts or nothing like that. And I know Debo was limited last week. I think they didn't use Debo last week to show like off. they only used him in the running game a little bit just to because he's a little banged up, you know, and it didn't really matter once you take control of the game. So I think everybody's pretty healthy. I think everybody's playing for San Fran. I would, I did assume, right. Uh, Aaron, Mike is going to play. He's because he's oh. even last week, he came up limping three, four times, you know, past, yeah. I said it to you past few weeks, kids coming up limping, you know, I want to see him out of the game early. Cause you have games like this, that we need him. Um, so I do think it's going to be a full side. I mean, it does think that Diggs isn't playing and he's done for the season. Um, you know, but you really can't harp on that stuff. Um, so I do think it'll be a full complement of players on both sides. So with that, we'll start with you, Aaron James. Cowboys win if. All right. So I'm going to go at this uh, a different way from the just the, the rushing stat that I commented on earlier. Um, I think that the Cowboys will win. My, my magic number for this game is if they can score 23 points. If they can somehow put up 23 points, you know, they're likely going to need the help of the defense with at least good field position, whether it be a forced punt um, or a turnover. We're going to need to cash in. The, you know, we, we're aware of our red zone problems. We didn't get into that today, but um, 23 points is my magic number. I, I think if we That's are a short low of that, magic number. That's I a low if, magic number, though, against the San Fran team. That, I mean, yeah, that, that's true. They haven't scored 20 yet, though. Oh. Sam, uh, Dallas, Dallas against San Fran last two years. No. Well, I, well look, what, eighteen or something back to back years or something crazy. Yeah, San Fran hasn't scored less than thirty yet this season. So I'm if you I, win by me, one. All you needed to score said, was what one. That's all we need. I agree. That's okay. They hold them. They got to hold San Fran. Dallas scores that. Man, that, that I think that's kind of that's a little different. I think San Fran's offense is too good. I think they're going to need much more points than that. I think it's going to I th- I'm going to disagree with both you guys and I think it's going to be a super offensive game. But Zach, okay. For the Cowboys to win, what needs to happen? And don't give me San Fran not showing up, okay? <laughs> no. I mean, that's <laughs> obvious. I didn't want to do that to you. But the only way they win is if I mean, it's not even necessarily that they'll win, but their best shot to win is if you have the lead without Dak with the ball in his hands. I'm not meaning Dak no, has not been good in any type of crunch time, lead you down the field against an elite defense or, you know, something like all eyes on you moment. So, I mean, yeah, 
they can win. Like, let's say they have the lead 24 to 23 and Purdy's got the ball. Yeah. Now you rely on your defense. You can win. But I think if Dak has the ball 23, 24, Dak will probably Dak. The sad thing is I agree with that. Cause I'm, uh, I, out of, out of the two hosts for this show, one of us is a Dak supporter and one of us is not. And I'm definitely not the Dak supporter. Um, yeah. I think Dallas is going to have, I think that I, I agree. I think their defense is going to have to shut them down. I really think they're going to have to, I think it's twofold. I, I think that defense has to get takeaways. I think you have to win the takeaway battle. And I think you have to win it by two or three. It can't just be, you know, plus one, you have to be plus two, plus three. And to me, that means three Dallas takeaways or, and no San Fran takeaways. Um, Cause mm-hmm. to me, that means you're putting Dak in that, a good position. And I think Dak has to, Dak has to play. This is the game. I need Dak to show up and show out. Really? You, you got paid. You want to get paid again. You did a four-year contract. You're going to hit free agency again Um, for Dallas to really, I think, make that decision on them. What we've seen the last two weeks or last two meetings against San Fran, he isn't that guy at the end of the game. That's going to go win it for you. So I, I, he has to have a big game. You know, to me, I'd much rather see, Oh, I agree with you. You don't want him there at the end of the game, Zach. I I'd rather see that because to me, I want to see if that growth is there. I I said this season, if for us to make any noise in the playoffs, Dak has to be that guy. So I really think Dak has to have a huge game, and you have to win the playoff battle or the um, turnover battle by at least plus two, plus three. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to see Dak with the ball in his hands with two minutes. <laughs> Trust me, I want to see that, but. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I mean, no, yeah, he can. he's he can. done it. It's but possible. not against the San Fran team. That's but, the thing. It's I it's mean, got, there's got to be something up there when you're consistently losing against the same team and you have the opportunity the last two last two seasons to go and win that game. Mm-hmm. Dak had the opportunity to go do it and take them down. Like we've seen it before. Dak go down against you know average teams and lead them down game winning drives against that San Fran team and that San Fran defense. They have his number. Um, well, so I, I, he has to have a big game. I feel like we're talking about Dak like he's the primetime Kirk Cousins, and he sometimes is not. He feels like it. He, he feels he, like he's it not sometimes. Primetime Kirk Cousins, um, where Kirk just he <laughs> loses primetime games. It's just a guarantee um, at this point. You know, he's Dak and Ball. Um, you, you look at what he did Christmas Eve against the the Eagles Super Bowl defense last year. Put up you know forty points, and he spotted them. Uh, seven points by throwing a dump off to sweat uh, pick six. Yeah. So, uh, and you look at what Dak was able to do with Noah Brown. And so that to me, we got to, it, it comes down to McCarthy, the play calling, the tempo. Um, now I think if it's a shootout that benefits the Niners, I think if it's a low scoring game that benefits the Cowboys, because that means our defense is doing their job. Mm. All right. And, and that's gonna that's gonna give us the opportunities we need to to separate ourselves and get some points on the board. Um, so, so Aaron, we'll start with you. Niners win if um, Niners will win if you know. Let me see if I could think of something a little bit more creative than kind of what we've <laughs> we've already discussed and 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 harped on with with CMC. Uh, going crazy. I mean, if if uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of ways they they can beat us. Uh, you know, <laughs> too to, many. to be honest. I mean, if, <laughs> if their D line, if their D line controls uh, the the trenches, and you know, Dak does simply just doesn't have the time back there. That that's a concern of mine because you know, Dick Cooks is to is supposed to stretch defenses and turn on the burners. We really haven't seen that, and is he can have the time for even Cooks to get down twenty five yards? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, Niners will win if um, I, I guess I'll just go with what I just mentioned before. I mean, if if this becomes a a shootout and and you know it's over the twenties, you know, Niners are going to win. You know, if they put up twenty four points. I think they walk. That means they walk away with the win. Yeah. Zach. 
49ers win if they show up. Don't give me that either. I mean, <laughs> no, I think it's going to come down to the pass protection. Um, huh. In another big game, we didn't block somebody. You know? It's <laughs> a good point. He destroyed somebody's arm. <laughs> yeah. So it, I'm actually very interested to see how they do that against a great pass rush and all that and see if it works because we're going to only face better teams throughout the season anyway. We haven't really pl- – we played Aaron Donald, but we play him every year. You know, yeah. not consistently like a Dallas defense, you know. So I think it's going to come down to the offensive line if they can protect Dak. I mean, same way, Dak and also with Brock Purdy. Yeah. Um, I think I projected San Fran to win. I just think they're – I don't know if they – like, there's so many ways. You got McCaffrey, you got Debo, you got Kittle. I just think if if they protect Purdy and, and if Micah doesn't get home, if they're protecting Purdy, I think they win. I, I agree with Zach. Um. Because Purdy, he's not going to lose the game. He's not going to lose it for him. And in Dallas, you want to have if you need to sack him. So I think you, if you protect Purdy and he's got time to pass the ball, it's because they're going. You you feel like they're going to run the ball. You feel like they're going to be able to. That's the staple of any you know both Shanahan's. They're going to run the ball and they're going to run the ball really well. Um, so if they protect Purdy, I think it's going to be a long day for Dallas. They really do. Um, so going. We'll we'll finish last uh last question. Zach, bold prediction and final prediction. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm actually gonna go higher on the points too, Aaron. I'm gonna go because the last two games we we wanted the fireworks. We both we all wanted fireworks. Prime time game. Everybody wants a good offense to show. I want a little bit of offense, so I'm gonna go. Let's see. San Fran average is about 30, 31. We're gonna go thirty one. 24 for Dallas. Okay. Awesome. No You're picking Dallas. That's good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. 31, 24, Aaron, what are you, uh, what are you going? All right. So I'm going Dallas 23 and San Francisco 20 and our defense closes out the game and Purdy's not able to, to get them down into field goal range for uh, Jake Moody to, to Moody. kick it in. Oh, we didn't get what, – what is your – if you had a bold prediction, Zach, what, what would your bold prediction be? Dak throws two interceptions and loses a forced fumble. That's not a bold prediction against San Fran. That's pretty bold. I that mean – That is – that's bold. Two interceptions, I mean – He did it last time we played him. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I have the same offensive score you do, Zach, 31 for San Fran. Um, to me, I just think – I picked him earlier. I think San Fran's a better team. Um, I'm going 31-27. I think it's the same script with Dak. He has the ball at the end. It doesn't get it done. Um, and my bold prediction, I said this to you earlier this week, Zach, I think McCaffrey has 200-plus yards. I just don't know if – I don't know if Dallas can stop him. I think he has at least a buck 25 rushing, and I think he has another, you know, 60 receiving. Last week he had seven catches, 70 yards or something like that. I just – to me, I think McCaffrey feasts – on this less than impressive Dallas defense. And I think, I think Purdy, the prediction that Purdy needs that offensive line, I think it happens because I, I don't, you're San Fran's going to be up. And when Dallas has other teams up against them, they can't rush the quarterback. Um, So I hate to say, I hate to say it as a Cowboys host of a podcast, I'm picking San Fran, but I just got to be, got to be real. I think this is a team that um, what I've seen against with Dallas this season so far, they're just, they're not a prime. They're not in that upper echelon of team yet. Okay. Well, I, I think they convince you. I predict that they're going to convince you that they are. I did. <laughs> I did have the Cowboys losing this game because I initially thought we would be both teams would be four and zero. And as fans, we could just all grab our popcorn and be like, and be okay, ready? you know, if, if it's one loss, you know, it's let's enjoy loss. the sh- let's let's enjoy the show. But because we got that Cardinals upset, I, I think this team is refocused and a little bit more hungry because I feel like we have a little bit more on the line than the Niners. So for that reason, I think we come in a little bit more sharp and and focused than we otherwise would. Um, But now if we, if we do lose, um, I hope that we are exposed in as many ways as possible. So that way we can, you know, make, make the right adjustments uh, by the time we get into, you know, late November. 
I love that idea because to me, I do think Dallas needs to make a big move. Um, like I've said all year, I'd really like to go get Aaron Donald. So I'm kind of hoping you're right. If we lose, we get exposed big time. Jerry Jones, it's because uh, Jerry Jones already said it this week. He said San Fran's the class. You know, he, he talked about, he told me, you know, he really talked about San Fran. And I know, you know, Jerry's the type of dude that's not going to just put it out there to put it out there. You know, like he believes it. I'm sure he does. He's watched it the last two seasons. Um, but I agree with you there. If we lose, I hope it's a schlacking so they know what they need to go get done. And now um, I want to get your guys' thought on this. So actually two questions for you, Zach. Uh, first question, do you think the Niners will sweep the Seahawks this year again? And second question, what happens to the power rankings if the Cowboys win by 10? Well, chances are we'll probably lose one game to a division opponent. It'll probably be Seattle. So I would say we would split with Seattle. You know, we're probably going to lose four or five games anyway, like most teams. So you got to pick them anyway. Um, and what was the other question? I'm sorry. What what happens to the power rankings if the Cowboys win this game by 10 points? Oh. Um. Probably the same thing that'll happen to the power rankings if the Lions beat the when they beat the Chiefs. Everybody knows the Chiefs are the Chiefs. You get what I'm like. I, my point is, like, I think Sam. Even if Dallas wins, let's just say they win by four or five, six, seven points. Come January, if both teams are still rolling the way they are, I'm not nervous. I th still think San Fran's the better team, even if they lose on Sunday. That's just my. Now I'm a Niner fan, but I'm also. I haven't been this – Jay can tell you. I haven't been this confident about a Niners team. I don't think yeah. our entire friend – You had them losing to Pittsburgh, bro. I, <laughs> I was. I had to talk you off the ledge against Pittsburgh. <laughs> a lot of okay? people were talking up Pittsburgh, okay? <laughs> a lot of people were talking up Pittsburgh. But, yeah, I'm very confident in the quarterback situation with the running back, the defense. I mean, injuries just derail us. So, as long as we're healthy, I'm confident. Yeah, I – I mean, now, so the two years ago, Niners were one of the hottest teams going in the playoffs, Same right? Way. So then that's why they came into AT&T Stadium. They were, I guess, were on a, what, nine-game winning streak or six-game winning streak, something along those lines. So you guys were smoking hot. So momentum matters going into the playoffs. You certainly don't want to be playing your best football, you know, se September through November. You want to start hitting up in December. So, you know, I think it's going to – it's going to – that that's why this I'm not gonna lose, you know, a whole lot of sleep. I'm that's why I'm more concerned about the schedule and total wins, losses to see where we fit. You know, if Cowboys are a wild card team going in, um I you know, I'm gonna be a little bit more nervous around our, our chances, um, opposed to being, you know, having the first home game. So we'll we'll see how things shake out. But man, oh man, it's gonna be I'm gonna be wait. pumped all day. I'm gonna be wait. You know, watching red zone like Hurry up, man. Let's get this moving. I may just sleep all day till about eight o'clock. You know, <laughs> just get ready for it. Um, well, that there we have it. I think, you know, we have a two to one for San Fran. I don't like it. I hate that I had to say it. We have two two of the hosts saying San Fran, you know, Mr. Aaron James, the other host, Dallas. I, I listen, I want Dallas to win, but I just I think we all can agree team for team. I just think San Fran's a better team right now. Um so we really appreciate everyone for watching. Everybody that checked in, checked us out. Um, give us a, a like on Facebook. Give us a like on Twitter and Instagram. Cowboys Takeover Podcast. Um, we are back up. We are all caught up on Spotify. This one, you know, caught up on all the streams. Um, so we really appreciate you guys and the support and the love we've been getting. Um, you know, we'll give it. Let's go Cowboys. Let's go Cowboys. Let's hope for the win. I know I'm not confident, but if they win, I think it tells a lot about this team. Like Mr. Aaron James said, I think we're going to come in. We're going to be ready. Um, we appreciate you all. Love you guys. Go Cowboys.